0: Hello and welcome to Ask a Web Geek. My name is CJ Gilbert. I'll be your host through the Web Jungle today. You've joined us on our Web Jungle Safari Hunt as we go through the wilds of the internet, hoping to improve your business and your results. My name is CJ Gilbert. I'll be your web safari guide. I'm broadcasting live from the web cave inside the web jungle. Uh, I was telling the folks earlier, my web cave wall fell off the wall behind me. So if that happens during the show, it will be hilarious and there really won't be much I can do about it while we go on. So I'll probably cut away quickly and pretend it never happened. No, we won't do that. But If that does happen, I do appreciate your kind consideration as we uh, fix whatever we need to fix in the studio here. There's always something. There's always something going on, right? But that's what makes a great show. It's interesting. It's very interesting. So... I do have some people in our studio audience. Hello and welcome to you. Thanks for being here. I welcome your questions and your comments as the show goes on. I love feedback like, you can still hear me. You can still see me. The stream hasn't stopped and frozen. That kind of information is really great. Before we jump into my slide presentation, I want to introduce you to one of my friends in the web jungle. This is an elephant. This is something I bought for my wife, um, but it ended up on my desk. And let me tell you a little story about the elephant. Once upon a time, we were having a conversation with Emily's grandfather, and he told us the story of how do you eat an elephant? And the answer is one bite at a time. Now, I don't encourage you to eat elephants, but rather think of it as a metaphor for how you solve any problem, how you work on anything, when you are in the middle of needing to get a a problem fixed or get through something and you are feeling tremendous overwhelm um about all the things that you have to do or all the pieces that are standing in your way remember you only can eat an elephant one bite at a time and of course we don't mean a little small elephant like this this one's you know, smaller than my head. Elephants are giant, enormous creatures. And so the the expression one bite at a time means that's the only way you can do anything, right? One step at a time. In fact, last week's show, we were talking to Betty and praising her for the, the baby steps that she's taking in her business. She was saying, I'm only taking baby steps. And I turned that around and said, are you kidding? You're taking baby steps. That's fantastic because the only steps that you can take sometimes are baby steps, and and baby steps forward are still steps forward. So I celebrate your steps, even if they're baby steps, even if you're trying to eat your elephant one bite at a time, it's the only way you can do it. So remember the elephant, the elephant remembers you. I don't know, something about elephants with great memory, I don't know, but anyway. One bite at a time. And that's how we're gonna do things in the web jungle too. One step at a time. It's the only way to to do it sometimes. It's the only way to make progress. Better a little progress than no progress at all. Am I right? All right, let's jump right into the slides. Let me pull this up on this side. Boop, 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 boop. Ask a Web Geek with CJ Gilbert, your web safari guide. What would you like to ask a Web Geek? Join our Facebook group and ask any questions you have. You can also tweet along with the show. I'm on Twitter, Ask a Web Geek. And I talk to business owners all day every day about their website being their number one tool. There's a lot of tools out there. There's a lot of technologies that you can use these days. And I believe your website is the number one tool to grow and support your business. It's not just a pretty business card. It's not just something you do once and forget about it. It's something that you should use every day in your business to enhance each aspect of your business. If you think of it from this perspective, you can use it to attract more customers, make more sales, enhance your customer service, which increases your efficiency. All these steps help you save time, save money, and serve your clients better, faster, and easier. If you're listening to me right now or you're watching this video online, then I say to you, congratulations. It is a very slim percentage of the population that takes actions that improve their life, improve their business. So I'm going to take a minute to say, good for you. Congratulations. You are in the right place. You're working on your business and and so therefore you deserve a pat on the back. Give yourself a little hug. Pretend I'm giving you a hug right now. Um, Squeeze. Squeeze harder. Squeeze harder. Yes. You deserve it. You deserve it. Congratulations for that. Ask a Web Geek. We're all over the web. So join us wherever you live on the web. If you're in Facebook, join our Facebook group, Ask a Web Geek, ask any questions. This is also where we go live with the show every Wednesday morning, 9 a.m., noon Pacific. We go live into the Facebook group first so that we can talk with our studio audience, answer questions. They give me great feedback like, we can still hear you. We can still see you and that kind of thing. Uh, You can also subscribe on YouTube. If you would subscribe on YouTube, I greatly would appreciate it. Once we have 100 subscribers, I'm able to create a custom URL. That is a custom address. So tell your friends, if you would, to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That would really help us grow the show, and I'd appreciate you doing that. Also, follow on Twitter, Ask a Web Geek. That's me behind the Twitter. You can follow my quote-unquote normal Twitter, Gilbert Studios. That's totally fine too. I talk about websites and business and geek stuff there. But do also follow the one for the show, Ask a Web Geek, and I will accept your questions from there. And then finally, it's a podcast, Ask a Web Geek. Uh, it is on all the podcast channels. If you're an Apple person, Apple Podcasts. If you're an Android person, Google Podcasts. If you have another podcast player or or tool, let me know. And hopefully our show is showing up there as well. Let me know if it is or is not, because I want to make sure that it's available on whatever device you use, whatever app you use. I want it to be available to you. And as always would really appreciate your, your like every time you hit a like or a comment or a subscribe, or you leave me a comment or a review, I really greatly appreciate it. It helps the show reach more people to help more people. So thank you so much. And we're glad you're here. Quick disclaimer, you must be willing to have your question or issue addressed in a public forum. It's a public show, as I just mentioned. It's on the YouTubes. It's on a podcast. So ask me questions uh, that I can answer in this public way, general questions, or even specific questions that you don't mind me showing people your website or your, um, your specific thing. If I can bring it up on the screen and we can talk about it. Even if we can't talk about your specific thing, maybe I can bring up one similar. Hi, Katrin. Thanks for joining us on the show this morning. If I can bring up my own website and make an example, I'll do that. A few weeks ago, uh, we had a question from Anushka about how to create a PayPal button. So I pulled up the back end of the website and we made a PayPal button right there live. So you could see how that was done in a couple steps. You may not have realized that there's a couple extra steps you need to make that happen. A couple extra pages you should have on your website. So you got to see me do that live. And that button now lives on the front of AskowebGeek.com, so you can see the results of what we did live on the show. Very cool. It started with a question, we did it on the show, and then we were able to put that on the on the website later for you to see how it turned out. Um, this is not legal or professional advice. I absolutely advise you to have an attorney, a business attorney, and I can recommend a couple really great ones if you're local to me or not. And really consult with a professional, a legal or professional, consult your attorney, consult your CPA, consult with your business professionals before you make any kind of changes or updates to your business. And yet I will do my absolute best to give you the best advice that I can. Um, and the best answers to your questions, although I don't know everything, and again, I'm not a legal or certified professional. You accept responsibility for everything in your business, including your own success. Ooh, there's a there's a golden nugget in there. Who am I? I'm CJ Gilbert, I'm the Web Geek. I've been a web developer for over 20 years. Now I'm a speaker, an author, and a web coach. I wanna help you get through the maze of the jungle It is oppressive, and you're doing your best to... Uh, represent your business and serve your community and serve your clients and reach more people. And my business is to serve your business in doing that. I want you to do more business. I want you to do better business. I want it to be easier for you. I don't want you to feel like, oh my gosh, another thing I have to worry about, another tool I have to use, another, I don't need any more things on my to-do list. I understand that. I know you're a busy business owner and I want to put tools and technologies in place that help you do more business and better business so thanks for joining us this morning as you ask questions we can help everyone hey keep your eye on the lookout keep your mind open for the golden nugget you know our our minds are so interesting you'll learn something new each time you read my book you hear me speak you watch the videos you buy me a cup of coffee if you look for it if you're open to receive it you'll get a new golden nugget every time, even when you watch the same thing over and over again. So if you follow along, if you're live on the show with me in in the Facebook group, you're going to get one level of understanding. Uh, If you come back over the weekend to to check it out on YouTube and you watch it again, you're going to see something else, and it's going to surprise you that you see something new and different because you already watched the show. How is it possible I see something else? It will really surprise you when you listen to the podcast cast later and you hear something new that you didn't get the first two times you watched the show and you're going to say how is that even possible it's the way our brains work it's the way our our brains act as a filter they highlight certain things when it feels it's important to you and they filter out other things that they don't think is important. So when you consume the same piece of material over and over again, you will absorb it on a different level and different things will stand out to you because you're different, you're new and different every time you consume a piece of content. So grab some paper, draw a line right down the middle, uh, or slightly to the right of the middle. Uh, On the left side, label that Notes. On the right side, label that Actions. As we're going through the program, please do uh, make some notes along the left side about what we're talking about, but you can can really highlight those action steps by writing those action steps in the right-hand column, and you'll be able to find those easier. And make sure to star your golden nuggets so that you can act on those. Mega action. Mega, mega action. Ask a Web Geek, sponsored by a few wonderful, wonderful people this week. Number one, my speaking coach and mentor, RV Robinson. She's having an amazing speaker summit located in Irvine, California, in October, uh, the 4th through the 6th. If you can get yourself to Southern California at the beginning of October, I highly recommend you check out Her Million Dollar Speaker Summit. You can learn all about the program at mdss.gilbertstudios.com. That's my special uh, affiliate link for RV, so she'll know you came through me and through my show. It's MDSS, that stands for Million Dollar Speaker Summit. MDSS.gilbertstudios.com. If you missed last week's show, check it out. I talked a little bit more about how, uh, what an impact her her message has made in my life. And it's allowing me to, to take my message and reach more people, which is allowing you to take your message and reach more people. It's this fascinating, um, thread of happenstance where we each help each other grow. RV teaches us that even though you're, you're working in your business and you're, you're a small business owner and you're thinking about your business, you still have a message and your message matters. There are people that can only hear your message from you. And if you don't get it out there, it could be lost for eternity. They may never get that message. So it's super important. Check out our program, mdss.gilbertstudios.com. It's coming up in in October. If you can make it, I'd love to see you there. And don't forget to check out my free video workshop. My free video workshop, Unlock the Profit Hidden in Your Website. You can find that out at this website, mywebsitesafari.com mywebsitesafari.com. This is a free video series. There are seven videos. Each one is less than 10 minutes, and they'll allow you to systematically work on each piece of your website, which helps you work on each piece of your business, which helps you tune up everything and makes the whole system uh, better, faster, and easier, and ultimately helps you serve your clients better, faster, and easier. Yeah, Katrin, it's an amazing ripple effect, isn't it? I truly believe that my business is to serve other people's business. And RV is doing the same thing. Her message is helping me spread my message, which is helping other people spread their message. It's fascinating. Um, Really, really appreciate our community of entrepreneurs. All right, it's time to go a little deeper into the web jungle. Buckle up, stay hydrated, make sure you've got your beverage. I've got a couple here with me. Let's talk briefly about our featured topic of the week. Bop, 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 bop. I don't have any musical sound effects during the show, so I'll just add them myself. do 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 Here's the fanfare. Um, <laughs> so this is a really cool resource that I found, and I want to tell you about it. It's called The Big Book of Everything. I told you that I love listening to podcasts. One of the podcasts that I listen to, uh, well, okay, I guess, I guess it's not a huge... Um, piece of news that I'm a geek, right? I mean, it's kind of all over the name of this show. So I listen to a lot of podcasts on games and gaming and board games and um, amusing things like that. And one of the podcasts I listen to is hosted by this guy named Eric Dewey, who is an author. And one of the things he created along the way at some point in his career is this thing called The Big Book of Everything. And basically, it is a notebook filled with all of the information anyone could possibly need to know about you. The purpose of the book is so that your family is better prepared in case something happens to you. You're better prepared. It's very useful for filling out applications. Let me tell you what it is. It's basically a book. He says it's about 50 pages. And... Um, Allows you to systematically record all of these really important pieces of information about your life. It could be passwords to certain uh, things you need to get to, email. You know how many accounts you have these days. You know how you've got your your bank account, your email, your your this and that. And every one of these has its own username and password. So this book is is fantastic because. Grab a. It's totally free, by the way. Did I mention this is a free resource for you? I'm going to tell you how to get it in a minute. But you'll be able to download it if you want to. You can print it out or have it printed out of Kinkos or something near you, and then fill it out. He recommends doing it one about ten minutes, um, one page per week or a couple pages per week and get this book filled out, and, and the benefit to you is gonna be enormous. Once you have all this information written in there, it becomes the place you can go to get all this information. You very rarely have all this information assembled in one place, and when 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 you need it, because you're filling out an application, right, maybe for a loan, or a home loan, or something for your business, and you're, you're scrounging for this information. Imagine having it all in one place, so you know exactly where to go, you know what your assets are, are, your family is better prepared in case of an emergency, and it's an amazing tool for you to use. So here's how you can find it. Um, this slide is blank. Uh, here's here's how you can find it. I've got a link to it on my resources page. You can find there at GilbertStudios.com/resources. GilbertStudios.com/resources, and scroll down here. Let me take you to a um, let me take you on a brief tour because I think I have it up. Boop, 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 boop. Yep, right over here. Here is my browser, and I just want to show you where it is. Now I need to see it. So where's the browser for CJ? There it is. Okay, so right over here in this tab, here's my uh, here's my resources page, guys and gals. We were talking about that earlier. Um, So here's my resources page. Scroll down one, two, three, four, the fifth thing down the list right here. Free guide to help organize your crucial details just in case. The Big Book of Everything by Eric Dewey. Click any of the links around here. The title, the picture itself or the learn more button. This is what's gonna happen. It's gonna take you right over to Eric's website. There's a picture of him. He looks kind of scary in this picture, but that's his author picture, right? It's very serious. He's really a great guy. I really enjoy his podcasts and I really appreciate this resource. It's totally free. It costs you nothing. This isn't even an affiliate link. Most of the links on this page are affiliate links for me so that I receive credit for sending you there. Not this one. This one's just a fantastic resource. I highly recommend it. So I want to make sure to tell you about that. So check it out. Go to my resources page uh, and check out Eric Dewey's Big Book of Everything and help get your life organized because life happens. All right. It's now time to ask a web geek. I want to start off with these amazing questions, these amazing conversations going on in our group. Over the last few weeks, we've had people asking really great questions Uh, And some of these questions we've turned into conversations. So if you have answers to any of these things, come join us in the Facebook group and participate in the conversation. Melissa asked, has anyone used PRWeb? for uh, backlinks to their website and what kind of results. I gave you my opinion a couple weeks ago, but we're interested in what other people have to say. So come check out the announcement section and join those conversations that are taking place. How about project management tools or customer relationship management tools? Have you used any of those for your business, either to track a project through completion, maybe with a team of people, or the other uh, thing for a CRM, do you use any kind of a CRM to manage your prospects and the people coming through your sales pipeline? What tools um, do, you, do you like, do you use? We've had a, a amazing answers uh, that have been poured into our group, and we really appreciate everyone's participation. So come see all those answers in the Facebook group, Ask a Web Geek and join us there as the conversations continue. They start there when they ask the question, they continue here on the show, and then they really continue again in the Facebook group. And one of the newest questions in that area, we're helping answer Peter's question, who wanted to know some great ways to do some offline, inexpensive guerrilla marketing techniques. What are relatively cheap things that business owners and independent professionals can do to gain greater exposure and reach? in their local areas and beyond. I talked about networking. I'm a huge fan of business networking in your local community. I do a lot of it. Hopefully a lot of you know me from San Diego networking events because that's the community I plug into the absolute most. And our audience has stepped up with some other great ideas. Uh, Jason with Mount Helix Lifestyle said, make sure you fill out your Google page account, your Google business page account. Really great tip, Jason. Every one of you should make sure that you've claimed your Google listing, your Google business listing in Google Business. That is a free thing to do. It's gonna take you a few minutes of your time to do that. Uh, but if you search Google maps for your business name, there will be a link to claim it if it already exists. If it doesn't exist, you can, you can create it. This is a free thing to do and you definitely need to make sure to do that in your business, especially if you have a brick and mortar store. If you have an office with an office location that people can come to, you definitely want to make sure that you're on that Google map. So thanks to Jason. Great, great answer. Uh, This is an answer from Nancy. She said, Hey. CJ, I watched your video today. I thought I'd pop by and make a suggestion. Those of us who live in California know how hit or miss it can be when driving our freeways. So one of the things that I love to do to connect with people is have virtual tea because she doesn't drink coffee. When I connect with someone through social media, I invite them to schedule time with me on my calendar, and then I send them a Zoom link so we can have tea via video chat. It's a great way to have a one-on-one without the drive. Great idea, Nancy. I love that tool, Zoom. Have you heard of this tool, Zoom? Skype was really popular a couple years ago for video conferences. Then Google Hangouts kind of took over for a little while, and now it seems like Zoom is at the top of the list. I use Zoom a lot to meet with clients. It's very helpful. You can just do kind of an audio, like a phone conversation through it, Or if you have a video on your computer or laptop or even your smartphone or even your iPad, you can enable the video and now you're having a video chat. It's like we live in the future, you guys. I tell my kids all the time. We live in the future. It's so exciting. But we we have these pads, right? We have these, these devices. We can use them for our business. Use them to increase your efficiency. Great idea, Nancy. Have virtual meetings with people. You can still have that face-to-face interaction. If you're using the video settings, you can still look each other in the eye and have those conversations. It's almost like being there together. And the more our... world and society becomes global and we're all interconnected like this it makes it easier to connect and you can have multiple people in those rooms too if you wish to have two or three people in that conversation and you can screen share that's how i personally love to use it because um we can be looking at a website or a tool kind of what very similar to how we're doing it right now, right? Where I can flip up my uh, where I can flip open my browser and I can say see it's just like this and you click here and you do this and you upload it like this and then my client can flip their side on and I can see their screen and they can show me well I'm trying to put it here I'm trying to do this and I can say click here click there. It's got this extra tool on it called annotate, which basically means you can have a pen and I can I can like circle on your computer screen right here, click right here, put it right here and draw arrows and draw all over your screen, which amuses people. It's not permanent. Don't worry. You can, with a single click, it all goes away. But uh, that's a really great resource and a really great tool. So thank you so much, uh, Nancy, for your question, or excuse me, for your answer to Peter's question. and and. I invite you to bring more, bring more of those questions, if you would. Do you have a, Do you have an answer for this? For Peter, Peter thinks that I should write a book on this. I would love to, so I need your help. What other ideas? What other tools? What other techniques would you suggest? Um, specifically, he's looking for inexpensive things. He, you know, he's kind of bootstrapping the start of his business, as most of us are, right? So, recommend some good books good resources, offline, inexpensive techniques someone can use to promote their business. Um, And we appreciate it. We would love that feedback. Come to our Facebook group, Ask a Web Geek. Find this. You'll find it under the announcements area. Leave us a comment there. We We would really appreciate your involvement. Love to hear what you guys think about that. So looking forward to getting more answers for Peter. Alrighty, Katrin, thanks for your comment. I appreciate you saying so. Yeah, that's a really great tool. Alrighty, into our next question. This question comes from Julie. Julie says Well, since you asked, I can't respond to comments on my business Facebook page as my business. It only lets me respond from my personal account. I've looked everywhere for a toggle or how to change it, but no success. And I wrote, Facebook interface struggles. What a nerd thing to say, CJ. My gosh, no one knows what an interface is, right? Come on. So, I asked uh, Julie a couple uh, follow up questions. I said, Julie, is this from your computer, your phone, both? Are these private messages? Or are these just normal comments? She said, they're normal public responses. She's tried it from both her phone and her computer. And I said, thank you for your question. We're going to do our best to get you that answer. She followed up and said, you know, what's interesting and frustrating is that Facebook asks me after I respond, if I'd like to respond from a cleaner space, that's the name of her business. But if I do, because I tried multiple times, it defaults to me and not my business. Yeah, that could be frustrating, right, Julie? I totally understand that. So I have a couple comments for you. One is going to be kind of a general, it may not help much in a way, but it might help you understand better what's going on. Number two, I do have a couple suggestions. They may or may not help, but let's find out, okay? So the first thing that I want to tell you is kind of a general principle about how Facebook operates. Facebook employs a lot of people, a lot of developers, and they're always wanting to improve their service for their audience, for their community. And I understand that's their intention. Despite how you may feel, Facebook and these other tools, they don't want to make it harder for you. They actually want to make it easier. So they're always looking for ways to further develop their software and tools to add new features, to add new benefits, to add new tools that you can do. Well, what happens as part of this is they have to go through a testing process. And Facebook has allowed their employees to test new features and new pieces of software in batches. So if you can imagine that there's millions of people on Facebook, right, as users, millions, billions maybe. Who knows? I don't know the statistics on that one there's a lot of people that use Facebook so when a developer or programmer has something new that they want to test out in the Facebook world they're allowed to grab a test group of people of maybe 10,000, 20,000 people, and unroll on them a particular test or change or software. So this means that you could be sitting right next to your best friend, and both of you could be looking at the same thing on Facebook, and both of you could be seeing something different. You might have different options, you might have different buttons, it might look differently the way that it's displayed, or the colors, or where the icons are, and, and you you're looking at each other like, how can this be true? We're both looking at our Facebook, you know, we're both looking at our Facebook stuff here, but mine's different from yours. How is that even possible? The answer is this. One of you may have gotten sucked into one of those test groups, one of those beta test groups and you're seeing some sort of a feature that the rest of the world isn't seeing yet. You're in a little bit of a test group. If they like how that works out, if they like how it turns out after however long their testing period is, they they uh, roll it out to the rest of Facebook. I'm sure you've seen things changing over time. Facebook, you know, the icons on the top of the page. If you use a smartphone like I do, you use the app and the buttons move or there's a new button or a button disappears, then it comes back two days later. Uh, For example, the profile button zipped away and then it was replaced with something else and I didn't like that and a bunch of other people must have said, hey, where's that profile button go and it's back now. Now there's like five at the top. One of them is the profile button. This is the kind of thing that happens. This is the kind of thing I'm talking about. So if you see things changing, it may be just you. I don't mean it's just you like you're crazy. I mean, you may be pulled into one of those test groups and you're seeing something special and new that most people aren't seeing on Facebook or the majority. So that's one thing. It could be a test Scenario. Now, I don't think that's what's happening to Julie. I'm going to talk about Julie's question next. But I did want to let you know this general principle of Facebook is always improving themselves. They have lots of programmers on staff, and they allow their programmers to pull away a group of 20,000 users to test something on them, see how it works, see how they like it before they roll it out to all the millions and billions of people. Okay. So know that you could be in a test group at any given moment. So don't feel like you've gone crazy when things look different one day to the next, or you're sitting with your friend and you're looking at different things. One of you could be in one of those test groups. That's a normal thing that happens in Facebook and it's okay. So I want to talk about Julie's question very next. Julie, here's something that I've noticed and i don't know exactly how well to explain this so i'm just going to do my best and we'll work it out okay so what i've noticed is if you're on your if you're especially on the phone um let me let me talk about the computer first okay because it's the easiest way to do it if you're on your computer and you're looking at a post on your page, in the bottom right-hand corner, there is a little teeny icon of your picture, of your profile picture. And if you click on that picture, you can choose whether you're replying to that comment as you, your personal profile, or your business. Now, by default, when you go to your business page, it should show your business profile. This, by the way, is another great reason why your personal profile should have a different profile picture than your business page profile. So for example, on mine, if you're a friend with me, CJ Yellow, if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, you'll see one profile picture, probably this shot right here of me behind this mic because that's what I've been using the last couple weeks to go along with the show. So if my profile picture looks like this, then you're on my personal profile. But if you see me uh, one speaking or me holding up my book and me smiling with a thumbs up, that might be my Facebook business page because that I typically don't change that one a whole lot. So to recap, you're on your computer, you go to your Facebook page, you look in the very bottom right-hand corner of every single one of those posts because they put it in the same place. And you can choose whether you're applying as the page or as the person. And I will also point out, this affects the other buttons there. There's a like, comment, and share button. That little picture influences what happens when you click the share button. So if it's set to your business page and you click share, you're gonna be sharing it as your page. It also gives you the chance to share it into a group and share it as another page you manage. But if you wanna share it into your personal profile, you have to click that picture first, then choose your personal profile, then click the share button, and you're gonna get a new set of options. Now it's gonna ask you if you wanna just quickly share with one click share it to your personal, or if you wanna, they say write Post Basically, that means you can add a comment as you're sharing it to your personal profile. And then you'll see the other options too: share it to a group, share it as a page. So that's the first thing to tell you. If you're on your computer, look in the bottom right hand corner, and that's where you can change. I'm sharing as myself. I'm sharing as, as CJ, the person I'm sharing as CJ, the business page. And that's where you can control that. Okay? That's step one from your computer. It's very small. It's in the bottom right-hand corner. You're going to have to look for it specifically to control what you want it to do. And when you click in that box to make a comment, it should also show your profile picture right there to reinforce which profile you're using when you make that comment. That's from the computer only. It's totally different from the mobile phone, okay? The mobile phone is a little bit trickier because I can't see a way to change it, to make it change. It kind of just does what it wants to do. So, Julie, I'm just going to tell you my own experience with this and tell me if it works the same for not for you or not. One of us could be in those test groups at any given moment, so who knows what it's going to be on your side, okay? But what I've discovered is if I go to the page and I click, I click comment, like I'm just going to leave a comment under that post, by default it's telling me that I'm going to leave a comment as the page. So if you click comment and you leave a comment, it should be from your page but I've noticed that when you click reply to someone else that's already left a comment, you're clicking reply on their comment, it changes to the personal profile. So this is something that I've noticed, and maybe this is what you're experiencing, Julie. Maybe you're replying to comments. She says here, I can't respond to comments on my page. So maybe you're clicking reply to respond to those comments and then it's automatically making you your personal profile Julie instead of your business page. So try this. Instead of clicking reply when you're on your mobile phone, On your computer, you should be able to control it with that little picture doodly thing. Let me know or not. But on your mobile phone, if you click reply, it automatically defaults to your personal profile. I don't know why. I don't like that. I think it should be your business page if you're on your business page. But stuff happens. So try this next time. Click on the comment button. Or you know how when it's showing you the comment, it just shows this kind of blank open space. And if you click in it, you'll be leaving your comment read what it says in that box because it's going to tell you how it's going to act. So for example, if it says replying as a cleaner space, it should be your business profile. And so instead of clicking that reply button, click into that field that says reply as a cleaner space or commenting as a cleaner space. In fact, if I jump over here to her comment, right down here. I don't know if you can see it very well, but right down here, it says comment as a, and right there it says reply as a cleaner space. Those should be working for you, Julie. If you click those, it should reply as your business page. But I, I'm, I totally believe you. If <laughs> you're saying you did that and it's, it's showing up as your personal I believe you. I believe that you're doing the right thing and it's not cooperating with you. So see if it makes a difference between you clicking in that comment field and leave your message. I realize that ideally, All of your comments should be a reply to the person that left their comment. That's how it should be set up, right? Here's your main post, and then they leave a comment, and then you want to reply just to their comment, not to all the comments. That's right. You should be doing it that way. But if Facebook is going to frustrate you and change it and be your personal profile, it's going to affect how we do things. So we can't do it in that perfect way if it's not going to work for us. So instead of clicking that reply button, click in that comment field, and see if it will allow you to post it that way, okay? This is gonna be an ongoing discussion. Julie, you'll have to let me know what your experience is with this. Uh, See if there's a difference for you of you click reply versus you're leaving a comment as the page. So I I go through this exact same thing in my own pages and even in this group for the Facebook group here, same situation. I want my messages to come from CJ, my, my page, But sometimes it happens as CJ, my personal. What can you do? It's Facebook. Thanks, Facebook. We're 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 up to the whim of Facebook in a way. Okay? So I hope that helps. The general comments as well as the specific try these couple things. Let me know what you think. And I invite everyone else to tell me what your experiences are with this. Okay. There's a difference between reply, it defaults to the personal, I don't know why, versus clicking that comment area where it's already telling you it's gonna reply as your page. And then again, it's absolutely easiest if you're on a computer and you can see that little icon in the corner, that little picture of your profile, which tells you which one you're using uh, to give that reply. I hope that helps you, Julie. Would you please let me know if that helps, if that gives you any insight or if it just continues to frustrate you over and over again. And honestly, I believe you either way, right? Welcome, welcome to the jungle, guys. It's it's the internet jungle. That's why we're here, it's the web jungle. Hi, Maureen, thanks for joining us this morning. Glad you're here. Okay, moving on to this amazing question by Kristen who just dropped this at the very beginning of our call. She wants to know what are the best times of the day to send newsletters to email lists? This is a really great question, Kristen, and I have several articles that I've read on this very topic. Um, So what I'm going to do is I'm uh, going to post this question from Kristen, and then I'm going to post under it a couple links to some resources that you could go and read more about this. I can tell you what I do based on what I've read. And that is, so again, I'm going to go general, general answer, and then I'm going to go specific answer. Okay. So the general answer is you don't want to compete with your client's life, the other things that are happening in their life. So for example, Monday, probably not a great day to send your newsletter because people are just Inundated with stuff on Monday morning. Would you agree? You open your inbox on Monday and it's like, oh my gosh, can I go back to bed now? So, Monday may not be the best day to send your newsletter. Friday might not be the best day to send your newsletter. If you're writing to a business audience, a lot of business people check out on Fridays. Not you. You work on your business every day. You're hard at work every day, just like I am. I know because we're entrepreneurs. That's how we do. That's how we do. But, If you're like most people, most people check out on Friday, so Friday might not be the best day for you. So it's about timing your email to arrive at your customer at the moment that they will most likely receive it and open it. So the end of the day might not be the best for a business message, but it might be the best for a personal message. So I'm going to drop a couple articles so you can see there are statistics that say these are the best days to send your emails and these are the best times to send your emails. Your mileage may vary. I will drop a couple of articles for you to check out on that. Then let me tell you what I personally do. I've discovered, based on the others in my industry and the research that I've done, I send out my newsletters at uh, on Tuesday. My primary day is Tuesday. Sometimes if I miss Tuesday or I have more to say, Thursday, very rarely will I send one on a Saturday. I will either send it Tuesday as my default at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Pacific. Actually, I send mine at 6.55 a.m. on Tuesday morning. That's my specific answer, Kristen. If you're emailing a, a typical business audience like I am, Tuesday morning, 655 a.m. drops it into their email inbox about 7 a.m. on a Tuesday morning, real close to when they're probably gonna be checking their email for the day, and you have a really great chance of them opening it, reading it, clicking on something. Okay. Tuesday's my number one, Thursday's my number two, 7 a.m. slot, 655 a.m. And then sometimes on a Saturday I may email you at about 8 or 9 a.m., about the time I think you're getting up, you're having your first cup of coffee, you might check your email, and oh, there's an email from CJ, he wants me to check out the latest video about who's a what's it, okay? So sometimes on a Saturday, if I want you to check out something over the weekend, but other than that, I send my emails Tuesday morning, sometimes Thursday morning. Kristen, what do you think? Does that answer your question? Kristen may still be on the call with us live, so I'm curious to see. If she is, she'll let me know. So let me know what you think about that. Again, I will drop those comments, or excuse me, the links to those articles that I was referring to, um, so you can check it out. They've got some statistics for you to read. So there's some really great stuff. Good, good question, Kristen. Thank you. She asked that right at the beginning of the call, and it was the perfect timing for me to drop it on a slide and talk about it today. Do you have any other questions for me, studio audience, before I wrap up? I'm gonna go through the rest of our, um, of our stuff here in just a minute, but I wanna invite you, any last comments, questions, thoughts, I would love to invite you right now, drop them in the comment field, let me know, and I'll answer them or give you a shout out or something here on the show. So that always takes a few minutes to catch up, so while people are giving me their very final thoughts and questions, I want to remind you once again about our sponsors for this week. Uh meet my my uh my speaking coach and mentor. Yeah, I'm a professional speaker, guys. Yeah. uh uh-huh. Speaking, yeah. I'm real good at it. Real good. Words good. Good words here but uh, the, it's not so much about the exact words or if you trip up or if you're human, we're all human. But what what really matters is your message. Your message matters. Did you know that you have a message to share that only you can share to people who can only hear it from you? And if you do not share that message, it could be lost for all eternity. This message that you have could save someone's business. It could save their life. It could even save their soul. I may be overselling this, but I'm not because I truly believe this. Check out RV's work, check out her upcoming seminar at this link mdss.gilbertstudios.com that stands for million dollar speaker summit she's teaching us how to have a million dollar message that can reach millions of people and impact their lives and business check out what she's doing mdss.gilbertstudios.com that stands for million dollar speaker summit mdss.gilbertstudios.com please use my link it's my affiliate link it will let rv know that i sent you or rather you heard about it from me and she'll be very appreciative to me and I'll be very appreciative to you. Okay, also don't forget to check out my free video workshop. This is a free video series that you can enroll in, costs absolutely nothing but some time. You just go to this page right here, mywebsitesafari.com, drop in your name and email and hit go, and it's going to send you some emails at your choice if you want to get the emails once a day or if you want to get them once every three days. Um, That's your choice. It's going to be in the system, so just fill it out, hit go, and then check your email inbox as it sends you the first video and the next video. It's going to walk you through all seven videos. They're less than 10 minutes. It's really bite-sized, but it's really valuable for your business to improve your search, your sales, and your service. This allows you to attract more customers, make more sales, improve your customer service, all these things add up to save time, save money, and ultimately serve your clients better, faster, and easier. Check it out my website, safari.com. All right, let me check here down for the comments. I don't see any other comments coming from our live studio audience. Thank you to everyone who joined us this morning. Thanks to Maureen, Katrin, Kristen, Garrison, Betty, Peter, Melissa all the people that have asked really great questions and given us great answers. Nancy, Jason, thank you for your answers. Thanks for helping us out. We really appreciate it. This is a community show. I know you have to look at my dumb face, but I'm just the host, right? I'm just the web geek. I'm just the host of the show. All the real information is coming from you guys. It's inside the Facebook group. It's coming from our interactions. Someone asked me a question and I'm okay if I say, well, I don't know, but you know who will? Our community will know. you'll get some great answers. So I'll I'll do my best to give you all the answers that I can and then ask our community to either correct me or follow up with some more great ideas. So check us out online, askawebgeek.com. That's our website address. You can find all the links and details there. Go to the website, and that will help you jump to all the other places: our Facebook, our YouTube, the podcasts. Um, if you're a geek like me, and you want that RSS feed directly to your podcast catcher, it's on the website. So check out askawebgeek.com. Feel free to reach out to me directly. Uh, reach out publicly in the Facebook group; we invite your questions. But if you have a private question for me, or you want to check out something on your own specific website, not featured on the show, that's okay too. Cj at ask askawebgeek.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Guys, thank you so much for your time and attention. Really appreciate you being here. My name is CJ Gilbert with Ask a Web Geek, where we understand the internet is a jungle. It is so easy to get lost and fall into hidden traps. You need to hire a well-trained guide, join up with a team safari to lead you through and get you where you want to go. Have yourself a wonderful week. Happy Website Wednesday. Hope you have a really great week, and we'll see you next week in the web jungle. Have a good one.